Hello and welcome to Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kizma. Today's topic is how to have ultimate freedom. Welcome to the Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kizma, bringing you ancient wisdom for modern day success so that you can sparkle just a little bit brighter each and every day. If what you hear speaks to your soul, go ahead and give us a rating and a review in iTunes. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And hey, if there's somebody in your life that you think would enjoy this podcast, go ahead and share it with them. A village was submerged in a deluge. A man managed to climb a tree and cling to one of its branches. A bird was also perched on a neighboring branch. Torrential floods continued to flow below. Both man and bird were sitting on its branches, but their statuses were different. The man was totally dependent on the branch. If the branch were to break, he would perish in the waters below, whereas the bird was not dependent on the branch. Even while sitting there, it relied on its wings, not on the branch. So it is with human life. In the flood of desires, people make use of the world for their pleasure and joy, Few realize that they have become wholly dependent upon the changing world. They suffer from mental tension, stress, and strain. And when the world breaks down, they perish, like the man hugging onto the branch. But the person endowed with self-knowledge is free from tension like the bird with wings. Though he makes good use of the world, he never relies on it. He remains ever attuned to the supreme bliss of his own self, remains wholly self-sufficient. Good afternoon, Kisma. Well, hello. Love the topic today. Mm-hmm. Ultimate freedom. And that's a passage from one of our all-time books, all-time favorite books, all-time reading and studying books, the Vedanta Treatise, and speaking about ultimate freedom. Yes. And this really and truly incredible state that every human being, that's what I think is so cool, is that every human being has the potential to create this level of freedom. And sure, there's some there that we want to um, talk through and unpack. But but in the meantime, I just like, I think the most important thing is that like anybody can do this. And that's pretty astounding because when you look around in the world and see how many of us humans are actually suffering and creating our own hell on earth, it seems almost impossible. It does. Yeah. And I think it turns everything on on its head when we talk about freedom in this way. When most people, it seems to me like the most direct path to freedom and the one that I see people go after the most is money. Yes, correct. So it's like, if you have the money, then you can buy the time back. You can buy the power. You mm-hmm. know, you can, you can um, set up your life in a way that you're totally free to make any choices. You know, you've got F you money in case you make somebody mad <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to yeah, see you or whatever. Yeah, it's the whole freedom, live, be wherever you want, buy whatever you want. And money's good. There's no problem with money. There's certainly nothing wrong with it. I, mm-hmm. I have, I'm a, I'm a big fan, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it is not the ultimate freedom. And right. that's that's where their conversation stops. And all, actually, and I, I think ironically, in a certain way, is that's where our conversation starts. Exactly. You know, exactly is what's beyond that. Mm-hmm. And what he's describing here is truly, I think, just the state of the world when we look at how dependent we are and how dependent we've become on having our world be a certain way so that we can feel happy, safe, cared for, contented, 
successful, you know, um, accomplished or whatever number of other things that we like to feel. Yeah, it's like uh, humans are searching after a feeling. So whether it's feeling loved, whether it's feeling connected, whether it's feeling safe, um, whether it's feeling achievement and accomplishment, there seems to always be a feeling that we're searching for that we think will provide this sense of freedom. And actually, for a moment, it does, right? Like, it's great to feel happy and jump up and down and get the surge of energy when something goes right. It's like, wow, I feel so free in the moment, but it's not lasting. Like, then that same human that's jumping up and down feeling free within 30 minutes is is seeking the next desire to be satiated. Right. So it's really, it just sets up the next trap. The next trap. Yeah. So what I read from this and what I take away from it is that really that when we're functioning in our lives, and that's something that we all need to do. You know, mm-hmm. I think one of the, a lot of people get into this kind of study and knowledge and they want to leave the world. And that's not the point. Um, the point is to really live free in our lives, embody freedom in the world. Right. Um, but a lot of times they get trapped and they set up these traps and these pitfalls along the way. And any time that we stop at any point and say, this is it, this is the thing, that's the point where the growth stops and that's the point where we actually become trapped by whatever that is. And if it's a higher level than what it was before, great, mm-hmm. but it's still limited. Yes. And and the ultimate state is really getting beyond that. And that's really what we're going after today. So I think we'll maybe bring it down a little bit, like mm-hmm. into the practical world a little bit more. What's that look it? like in the practical world? <laughs> well, he describes it great in this um, analogy here where we set up our world in a particular way and it becomes a house of cards. Mm. So everything has to be a certain way in order for us to feel like, like you were saying, you know, feel a certain way about it. And, you know, to feel, you know, happy, contented, whatever, satisfied with our lives. And that house of cards, right, you might have a little bit more leeway depending on how laid back you are. Right. So super uptight people and control freaks, they have less latitude than somebody who's like more laid back. But I guarantee that every single one of us and definitely us included have a line. Right. Where, totally. You know, beyond that line, it's going to start to get real that little uncomfortable. Tipping point, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it, yeah, that, like beyond that tipping point, it's just like, whoa, you know, now we're, now we're out. Right. So I think what we're looking for, it's not so much, it, it's not just like, it's not how you set up your life necessarily. It's how you set up your internal disposition, disposition towards your life. And that's where the real, um, potential of the human being comes. Because really what we're talking about is ultimately another extension of our relationship conversation. Mm-hmm. Because this is in relation to the world. So how trapped are we in relation to the world? So that's the big relation. We, you know, we've talked about relationships with family, with work, with things and objects. We're talking about the relationship with the world, which is really the ultimate relationship. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it absolutely has to do with everything in your life and how you relate to the external. It's right. so... It's so all pervasive. So when I think about this, there are definitely two aspects. So first, I think to honor the country that we live in, the United States is amazing. And we are provided here with freedoms that many people in the world don't have. So 
these are still limited. Yes. But they do make the path, I think, a little bit easier to start. Yes. You know, it's a, and I think it's important to look at that. Like, yeah, when you can supposedly practice your religious views, well, unfortunately, not in every state can you get married to the person you want to. Um, but there are a certain amount of freedoms that we have here for sure. Voting, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I just think it's important to honor that. Yeah. Like we have a latitude here that many people don't. And I, I think Correct. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's limited. It right? limited. It's only going to take you so far. Um, and this is where a lot of people stop their fight for freedom. And and then they never, you know, like we never really get beyond it. We never really get to the true freedom. Right. So the other side of that is the internal peace. And this is the one that matters. This is the one that we're talking about. Yeah. So when we talk about the ultimate self-sufficiency and not being reliant on the world for anything, we're definitely not saying you don't need help from other people. Yeah, because you totally do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've talked about too, like mm-hmm. the unseen, like the just endless, endless unseen helping hands in our lives. Yes. Of course, like we are interdependent. This is kind of the dichotomy of it. Right. But the self-sufficiency piece and the real freedom comes from not giving control over to anything in the world for how you feel, like how you show up. Right. Because isn't part of the the self-sufficiency is being able to look at the world and, and and recognize that we've got help in so many ways. I mean... I'm speaking into a microphone that was built by, I don't know how many people designed, you know, the conception was created. So it's being able to acknowledge that, but still understand, like you said, we're not going to give our freedom away to an external source that we, we really strive to self-master, to have self-mastery master our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not handing over your mental state, your right. emotional state. Right. You know, to anybody or anything in the world. Oh, it's painful when that happens. And that happens, like, look at all the times that that happens. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. And you get angry. Right? Yeah. You know, it's a natural response. It's a normal response in that, like, they put you in danger Mm -hmm. or did something really stupid. And then you become angry at them. Right? But who's in control? their actions controlled your mental right. and emotional state. So it's, right. it seems really simple. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, what's the big deal? Well, that the big deal is that you just handed over control of your life, right. even if it was only for five seconds mm-hmm. to somebody else. A lot mm-hmm. can happen in five seconds. A lot can happen in five seconds. And then in five minutes, I mean, it's the same thing when people start their day by turning on the news or Facebook or email or Twitter or text or whatever. That's an awesome example. It's like boom, 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 boom. All of these emotional elements out in the world because people, oh, there's the train of truth. People are really wanting to grab onto your emotions in the media, right? So think about that. If you get pulled in and all of a sudden, you know, Fox News is in charge of your mental and emotional state, it ain't going to be a pretty day. Yeah, not at all. Mm -mm. Not at all. Uh, but that's handing over that control. So whatever way the world goes, then is whatever way you go. So the oh, stock market crashes. Say that again. So whatever way the world goes, <laughs> this is the ultimate um, prison, is right. whatever way it's that binding of whatever way the world goes is whatever way you go. So the stock market crashes and you're devastated. Right. You know, um, It our- would be normal to be upset, to have concern when the stock market crashes. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. I mean, but normal and productive are not necessarily exactly so 
I believe the difference would be like, oh, man, that kind of sucks. The stock market crashed. I have this money in it. And then there's the thread back. Well, it will come back. Like, first of all, you just set that manifestation. It will. But then to look at, well, I handed my money over to an external source to either make more or lose. And right now it's losing. And the stock market ever goes up and down. Right. This is the nature mm-hmm. of the world. And that's the nature of every, everything in the world. That's the only consistent thing is change. Yes. So when you put your happiness, make your happiness or your contentment or your safety or whatever that thing is for you, dependent on an ever-changing world, you've simply, you've just set up disappointment. Yes. And that's one of the reasons, I mean, I don't know, that disappointment I think is such a big thing like so many people feel disappointed disappointed with themselves disappointed with their lives disappointed with the way things you know are turning Mm -hmm. out and then there becomes this element of blame well yeah blame or just the expectation that I'm always going to be disappointed and so you wind up selling yourself short not really stepping in yeah that becomes a habit I'm disappointed in life life is so hard life has treated me unfairly I can't seem to make it work it ends up being that need to be right that it's always going to be a struggle, always going to be painful. And that really takes the person out of the mastery that they actually have available to them to master their life. Right. Which ultimately comes down to mastering your state of being. Absolutely. Um, And how you show up. Like, that's what I mean by state of being is just basically Mm -hmm. like, how do you show up in your life? How do you show up for the people in your life? You know, regardless of their state, you know, when somebody's um, upset or somebody's, uh, angry with you mm-hmm. or just angry in general, when you let yourself get entangled with that and pushed and pulled in every which way, now you're beholden to that right. or that person. That is not freedom. That is actually the opposite of freedom. That is a binding. Oh. So the ultimate freedom is absolutely being able to decide at any given moment what your emotion, you know, what your mental, emotional state will be. Exactly. Your decision, not someone else's, not the world's, your decision. Absolutely. That's pretty, that's some like ultimate freedom there. That's the ultimate freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, that that is really it. Think about it. I'm going to decide what my mental state is. I'm going to decide what my day is going to be like. I'm going to decide what I want to manifest. I decide it all. But how many people don't even understand that's possible or perhaps they're a little afraid of it, or they can't get beyond the own agitations in their mind from turning their life over to the world or to an external source or to another human. Mm -hmm. And we really are endowed with the ultimate freedom of choice. Yes. You get to choose at any given moment how Mm -hmm. you, how you feel, how you show up. Right. That's one, I know, I used to think this too, actually, is that, well, that's just the way I think. You know, like I can't control my thoughts. Right. Right. But you can. You can. You absolutely can control It takes your some thoughts. diligence and some exercising, definitely developing the intellect, but it's all about, and control can be an interesting word. How about if we said you can direct your thoughts, which in essence is controlling them? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, but I can see what you mean mm-hmm. is like control has kind of a funny charge. Like stopping them or repressing them. It's not that, it's about directing your thoughts. Yeah. So it would be, you know, if you look like you were in a in the in a maze, you walked into this maze, and you're like, which way do I go? You're gonna direct your feet in one way to try and go through and get out. It's the same as your thoughts start to get really discombobulated or you're feeling 
agitated or overwhelmed or sad or whatever, which way can you direct your thoughts? And it really takes focus, but after a while it happens automatically, says the train of truth. Right. Well, there it goes. (laughs) The thoughts start to run away. Yes. And when they do that, taking control again like you got to catch yourself in the act right like when they just get stronger and stronger as the thought flow increases yeah it just gets yeah think Mm -hmm. about it yeah that's a great way to look at Mm -hmm. it is um like a flow of like water through a hose well it's like on a trickle at first like Mm -hmm. it's kind of bugging me right Mm -hmm. you know somebody's somebody's saying something or somebody's chewing with their mouth open you know (laughs) and you're like oh that's a little annoying and then you start to focus on it more well you see how that thought flows thickens that's like energy it is and then the more you focus on it like that's all then that's all you see or all you hear and it's just like oh you know it's so annoying you know and you're fixated on it and you're just like i can't stop like that's that's the thought that was certainly my thought too is like i can't stop like or when i would get angry and i like Mm -hmm. i couldn't control my anger and you know i'm like oh you know and i just like gotta let it out some way and Sure, there's like positive ways to express emotions. Mm-hmm. And anger is an emotion that can be, you know, used judiciously. Right. But at the end of the day, like you're now you're still in the game of like managing emotions and processing emotions. Mm-hmm. And that is just an endless cycle. Yeah. It so, becomes addicting for people too, I believe. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you're right too. Is like then it's like, oh, like the emotional thing and then the release of like the turn from the dark or the downdraft to the updraft right. and the right. opening and like it becomes like a, a kind of an addict addiction all in itself. Right. I don't know if our listeners experience that. Maybe <laughs> they do, maybe they don't. But uh, that's something I've seen a lot of, mm-hmm. especially in the personal growth world. Totally. Breaking boards, yeah. walking on coals. It feels like, so good when yeah. you break through and I got to do that again and then there's a down you know, and then there, then there's a, you know, the natural state of wanting to create some drama because you want to go through the breakthrough again because it was such a high. Yeah. Well, the real high is like a very even kill. I am in control of my emotions and my thoughts and my world. I master it. Like it's, it's my masterpiece I'm creating or it's my B movie that sucks that I'm creating. My B movie. <laughs> B movie of life. Lots well, of drama and trauma. What I think is cool about it is. Really that feeling that no matter what comes my way, yes. I got it handled. You got it. You know? That's a powerful feeling. I mean, think about it, everyone, because we say this all the time. The world is always going to change. That's the one thing you can guarantee is never going to change is that the world is always changing. So there are instances right in front of us every single day that can be a bump or a trial or a tribulation or annoying or frustrating or whatever. But who are you when you're able to handle that no matter what? Like you're so poised, you're so strong, you're so tapped in that no matter what, you're like, I got this. That's freedom. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. It's a powerful human to get to that state. And it's really humbling just to play kind of devil's advocate. And the other side of that coin is it's really humbling um, to, to realize where the line is. Yes. Like to feel like, oh yeah, I got this. I so handled it. And then there's like something pops up and you're like, damn, like there's, I don't got there's this anymore. Line. Like that's the thing I didn't want to happen or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and, and you know, with that, it's like, there's my line. Like again, think about this. Think about how many people don't even know there's a line or a tipping point and they never have the awareness to observe it. So even if, for all our listeners, even if what you're doing is noticing 
where your line is, that's actually a really big deal because most people never get there. They just create this quicksand of life where it's pulling them down, it's not fair and blah, 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 and all this negative stuff. Whereas if you're really directing your life and your thoughts and your actions and your emotions to the highest, but then you realize, oh, that one got to me, great. You learned something about yourself that's incredibly valuable. Totally. Yeah. Yep. That was the one. That was the one. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's that moment where, you, you know, you you start to get angry or you start to get depressed mm-hmm. or sad or defeated, you know, oh, I can't do it, you know, or whatever it is, or you want to quit. Like, or right. you just want to stop. Like, right. oh, I just want to stop. You know, those are the moments when it really pays to step up because you build your resiliency. Right. And I can, I can speak to that certainly in building, um, you know, building the business and we do a lot. Like there's a lot of different pieces to this. If you're just, if you only listen to our podcast, this is one piece in, right. a, in a much larger framework of what we do. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, you can get really like, if you get in, I can, I'll, not you, I'll say for me, if I get into the old mentality of like nine to five, you know, mm-hmm. and this is how, you know, and this is how it works. Like that is totally not what this business is about. Mm-hmm. And, um, when I, but when I slip back into that, it's like, oh, I just want to stop. Mm. I don't want to do it, you know? And I yeah. just like, I start to find myself stopping in little ways in and so then little ways. things start to fall through the cracks and then that builds up and then it all mm-hmm. implodes. And then here's the worst part. And it's, this is kind of like bringing it back to the whole freedom thing is then I feel trapped exactly by the life that I created. Oh. And I, this is an awesome life. It's really cool. Like it's a right. fun way to live. Um, but it's, that's, that's what tells me that as cool as it is, this ain't it. Yeah. Because right. you can just as easily create a trap out of your, out of your, out of your life, you know, right. out of your cool life. Right. And that's what I think a lot of people do is they set up their lives in a certain way and businesses in particular, when they're building, you know, starting their business and building their businesses, they set it up in a certain way. And then basically they just created another job for themselves, except that there's you, you know, there's even less, it feels like there's even less security because it's all coming down on you. Right, right. But to me, that's the ultimate security. Job security is basically just owning your own business. And that's not for everybody, but it is, it is for us. But, you know, people have different, different desires of how they want to live and create. And that's, that's absolutely fine. That's cool. I'm not mm-hmm. saying like, go leave your job. No. But, but this is something I hear sometimes and mm-hmm. it's worth it because it kind of, it, it really is relevant to this conversation about freedom is that they want the job security. Yes. And I think t- this is just my mind mm-hmm. is that that is actually the greatest illusion of all. Because you're not in control of your income. Yeah. You know, your company could fold, your company could sell, Mm -hmm. somebody else could buy it. And then you're out, you know, and then all of a sudden your whole division is gone or who knows what, right? But when you actually have control over the sales that you make, the revenue that you make, how you put your message out there, you know, and how you navigate the ever-changing world with your business, Mm -hmm. that to me is a lot more freedom and stability. Totally. And, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think it's for everybody, but it's obviously it's for us. That's why we're here. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're, you're right, mm-hmm. though. I, I mm-hmm. think that might not be for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that. It's mm-hmm. not better or worse. That's just the way I it's think just, about it. It's going to yeah. speak to a certain human. So the real piece here is if you're the human that wants to 
that feels that way and knows that your ultimate security is is creating your business, then you better be creating a business. Because then if you're that person, you're in a nine to five, it's going to feel like the trap. Oh, even worse. Yeah. That's yeah. how I felt too mm-hmm. when I'm mm-hmm. in, a, in a job. My mm-hmm. whole schedule was determined like a year exactly. in advance. Or if you're the person that really wants to pack it up at 5 p.m. and watch the game or go play football or do whatever, then running and building your own business isn't going to be for you for the first year or two. Yeah. That's, right. That's so it's fascinating. Go. You know, it's, it, it comes back. I mean, we've talked about this before, but that Swidharma, you know, what is your nature? Because oftentimes understanding your nature and then creating and designing a life in that will bring the freedom because you want to know your soul mission. You want to know your nature, what speaks to you, and then go with that because it's so much more of a flow. It's so much more of that divine track. It's so much more energy rich. Yeah, right. And, and there is a freedom. This My experience of it is that when you um, have much more energy and much more access to your natural gri- gifts, you just express and live more freely naturally. Yes. You know, even if you're in a system that doesn't really work for you is entirely to your liking mm-hmm. that's one change that you can make that really helps to change your state and you right. take control of that like hey this is how this is me and this is how i'm going to show up as me right you know totally. that that just way definitely yeah. feels more free so what do we share with our listeners to help them get to that place of self mastery well and you know it's a pretty pretty amazing auspicious place to be it is this is the goal of mm-hmm. all goals in mm-hmm. my mind uh we have to talk about the emotions. Okay. And I think a lot of what people are taught is one or two things, which is essentially uh, how you process emotions. Mm -hmm. That's big in the personal growth world, processing. Processing, You know, I'm just processing. 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 Oh, it gets tiring. It's like endless, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then managing, Mm. right? So let's deal with processing first. Okay. Let's, Let's get that one out of the way. It's like, Okay, first of all, let's understand the emotional state, like emotions mm-hmm. like the, and the nature of the emotional body is that it just, it lacks the shape and form and it will go up and down based on your preferences in the world. Right. Right. It, it, it's natural. It's, it, it's not normal to just be totally like even keeled and not express emotion. That's no, like, no, that is not, it's not normal, right? Mm-hmm. You have emotions. And what a sad life. You're not going to have happiness or you're not going to have this um, love or tears or whatever. Like um, emotions for a human are gold. They really are. Yeah. Right. But if they get kind of a bad rap yeah. when it becomes like, oh, you're making an emotional decision, you know, yeah. or sometimes I, you know, I think that kind of comes at women sometimes like women are emotional or something like that. Better believe it. We're yeah. emotional. <laughs> We got it going on in a really good way. Yeah, but it's not really expressed in that way. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like looked down upon, you know, and, yeah, and I don't really I don't necessarily think that what I think is that like emotions are a normal human thing. And if you you know, when you're constantly trying to process them and understand why and what's going on mm-hmm. and try to process them out, make them all positive, like you're really it, you're in for an 
endless cycle and your life will come to a grinding halt, especially when you go through a more intense period, like, you know, breaking through to the next level. You know, when you've really been working hard, you're going to break through to the next level of something you can bet that you're going to have some emotions around that. Right. And if you're, if you get stuck constantly processing those things, it's going to slow you down. Yeah. And, and if it's too much, you're going to come to a grinding halt and then you're going to miss your opportunity. Right. I think it's also exhausting on the physical body because it enters, you know, from the mental energy body, the emotional energy body. It enters a physical energy body. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people at mm-hmm. those pinnacle moments, they wind up getting sick yeah. or they push, push, push through and mm-hmm. then they get sick. Yeah. I remember that back in college, you know, I'd have a jury, I have a recital, I have these exams, I'd go, go, go. And then the first day of vacation, I'd be super sick. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went through that too. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot, I've seen a lot of people in adult life go through that. They got a yeah. big project, they're working for it endlessly. And then, and then, they're done with it and then it's like, oh, I finally can breathe. Oh, right. sick. You know, now right. I'm out sick for five right. days. Mm-hmm. And it sucks, you know, but that's the body basically just recovering. And that and that intense like activity like that that's not managed properly will ultimately wind up coming into your physical right. body. So if they don't process, what do they do with their emotions? So then the other one is pro- is managing emotions. Managing emotions. So this is the other one that people are really taught is like how to manage your emotions. And mm-hmm. um Sounds like managing your children. Go manage your children. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that is because that's mm-hmm. that's really kind of what it's like, right? You, you know, you think mm-hmm. of your mind and the emotional body more as, you know, the toddler who's like interested <laughs> the in all these different things. The eight-year-old who comes screaming, I don't want to do it. Yeah, you know, like kind of going in all these different directions. Mm-hmm. Like that's their nature, you right. know, and that's kind of the nature of the emotions um, to go in every which way. So when you're constantly trying to manage them back to somewhere you're effectively you're again taking on a more than full time job mm-hmm. that ultimately will not reap you the the result that you want, right? Which right. is more peace and bliss. You're basically just going to be working twenty four seven to manage your emotions and keep them into a positive place. Right. And some days are going to be easier because things are going your way, and sometimes yeah. some days are going to be tough because things are not going your way. And it's so easy to get triggered when things don't get go your way. Yeah, yeah. So when you think about managing emotions, there's a really a there's a much better way to do that Mm. so great analogy is like managing your health Mm. so are you going to manage illness Mm. or are you going to set the stage for creating health i love that yeah is you know there's a huge difference there it's really about managing yourself to be as healthy and resilient as possible yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people, I think especially less so now, mm-hmm. and, and certainly not the people that I hang around with, but um, but I, I do remember, you know, quite a bit of this of just like, you don't really do a ton to take care of your health until something goes wrong. And then you're right. like, oh, man, like I got to get on top of this. Right. That's managing illness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like really a proactive, active lifestyle, um, healthy eating, uh and things like that, like to really make sure that you're properly, you know, hydrated, mm-hmm, nourished, mm-hmm. moving, all those kinds of things. That That is setting the stage for you to have continued right. health. Right. Right, rather. So how does that apply to the emotions? How does that apply to the emotions? That's a great question. Well, how that applies to the emotions is basically developing the intellect. Yes, the intellect. And the intellect, just think of the intellect as just objectivity. Yeah, discernment. And discrimination. It's, it's developing that ability to separate from your emotions in a healthy way, to mm-hmm. detach in a healthy mm-hmm. way, to see the emotion, not to repress it, 
right? Because I think a lot of times people get into detachment and they're like flatline. Yeah, happy, happy, it's all good. Oh, happy, that's a good it's one. It's all good, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. And that's there's that one, there's the happy happies, and then mm-hmm. there's like just a flatline, like I will show no emotion. Yeah. Right? Um, and then it's like that's that's what they think, you know, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is detachment, but that's not actually detach I mean, it's not a healthy detachment, like it's not grounded in reality. Right. The reality is you're experiencing freaking emotions. Right. If everything just if you've been working on something for a month and everything just went south <laughs> and all your work just got flushed down the toilet essentially. You'd be upset. You're you're going to experience some emotions yes. around that. And I don't yes. know exactly what those are gonna be for you, but I can tell you what they're gonna be for me. And unless you're like self rely soul or the monks that do all the sand art and they're yeah. like, Oh, let's just do it again. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but for the normal human being like you would ex- definitely experience agitation. some agitation There's around gonna that. There's going to be some agitation. So managing that's like, okay, I'm not going to let myself get into that. And I'm going to just redirect in a really positive way and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Um, and then processing that is like, I'm just going to sit in it and feel it, you know, right. feel it through and let it process <laughs> through my body. And real objectivity is just like, yep, I'm agitated. Like to, I'm To acknowledge, I'm, see it. Yeah. really see what's happening and then to just recognize that okay there's a little more to the story than that that is simply my emotional state Mm -hmm. and now i need to make a um an intelligent decision about how to move forward right Right? and what is something that's really important is you might feel agitated but you are not agitation yes right this is a really important piece for everyone to understand it's like you are not that. You are not agitation. You are not sadness. You're feeling agitated. You're feeling sadness. You're feeling upset, whatever it is, but you are not that. And I think so many people get even trapped further in that prison of, of bars of emotions because they're assuming they are that. I am this. You're feeling that way. Yeah. The trap the trap is the identity with right. emotion. It's the identity mm-hmm. with thought. It's the right. identity with all of that. It's recognizing that, you know, the trap is saying like, I'm that. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and real freedom is recognizing not that. It, not that. Right? That's mm-hmm. the real freedom, if I understand you correctly. Yes, and that's how I, I understand it that. as well. Not mm-hmm. that. And that gives you why, the reason to me that that's the ultimate freedom is that now you have latitude, Right. To have your human experience, mm-hmm. right? Which is so like precious in so many ways. And like, I don't know if I, when I look at myself sometimes and, you know, I'm having like a tantrum or whatever, like inside and, <laughs> and I, you know, there's another part of me that's looking at it just like, oh, that's so cute. You know, <laughs> <laughs> look at your mind right now, <laughs> like what it does. you know, and you can kind of like now, now you have some latitude to not just suppress it, right? right. And try to make it different because you don't like the way that it feels, but you have the latitude to be like, actually have your human experience, right? which is really incredible. Like it's incredible that we can feel emotions, that we can think these amazing amazing and complex thoughts right. and actually even conceive of something beyond this human experience and, and, and to have all the physical sensations and like all this stuff, like that's amazing. And totally not about how, ha- you know, if you shut that off, like you're not having it, like right. you want to have that, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have to be entangled with it exactly, and stuck in it. The entanglement, the stuckness, the identification with it is really what is the absence of freedom. Yep. And the absence of freedom doesn't feel good, everyone. It, it, it'll it show up somewhere, mm-hmm. right? So 
when I think about that, like when the freedom that the ultimate freedom that we're really talking about here is just not being affected by what happens in the world. Mm-hmm. Ultimate freedom. Not, not letting that dull your shine. Yes. Not letting that drag you down. Right. Not letting that take you off point mm-hmm. because you're here for something important. Right. And the world can spin us in every which way. Mm. You, know, you just watch it when something tragic happens, what the media does yeah. and how quickly everybody gets sucked into it. And that's all they're talking about. And then yeah. we see more of that and we focus on more of that. And and the, the most tragic part of the whole circus is that it takes you away from doing what you're here to do. Exactly. And that it feels even worse than everything else. Yeah. Because your soul knows the truth. So when you're not doing what you're here to do, it's like painful. You'll feel it viscerally. And that's that's one reason so many people feel stuck or or just lacking joy and peace because they're not doing what they're here to do. And there's all these other attachments and entanglements and discombobulations of energies. And they're like, help me find my way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so. Though, right. I mean, that's really it. Like, that's the ultimate freedom that we're looking to create. Yeah. And so, every step and every day in that direction is a good day. So for, for those of you listening, to just sum it up and give like a, a tidbit of something you can do every day, what would that be around their emotions, Nick? Notice it. Notice it come up and remind themselves, I am not this anger. Yeah. I am experiencing anger. I'm feeling anger. I'm not this. Play around with changing your language. I think we've talked about this yes. before, mm-hmm. but change around, play around with tra- changing your language mm-hmm. around it. When we say, I am angry, I'm feeling anger. I'm feeling anger. Yeah. And then insert the I am to I am infinite awareness. Like substitute that for I am angry. Like I am infinite awareness, but I am experiencing some anger, folks. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm having the experience mm-hmm. of anger. And yeah, does it sound weird and awkward? Like, yeah, it does sound a little mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is for you. Like, I mean, say it out loud if you want, but really this is your own internal dialogue. It's like, wait a minute, I am feeling pretty pissed off right now, but I am not that. Right. Right. I know that I am unique ultimate energy. I am not that, but that's how I'm feeling. And then you you begin to have just a, a, a well-educated conversation led by your intellect, and then you'll see it flow through faster, and then you'll reboot. It's kind of a reboot and redesign to get back on that track. Exactly. Yeah, yeah the moment you get stuck in it mm-hmm. and start to identify with it, you're yes. going to get trapped in that, exactly. in that layer. Right. And you can't really be objective to that layer from that layer. Yeah. Right? So you have to be in your intellect in order to be able to be objective to your emotions. Right. And right. in order to be objective to your intellect, you have to be take another step back and into uh, the, you know, just the role of pure awareness or the observer, mm-hmm. you know, to watch like, ooh, like these are my thoughts. Yeah. Hmm, I wonder who's watching my thoughts. Yeah. And I would say that's it, you know, for all of you listening and looking for that absolute freedom, let it start by being the observer. The yogis have a word called sakshi. It's the witness. And, and one of the most freeing occurrences is when you can look at the world like it is a movie and you are simply up in the balcony watching it play out going, this is a really fascinating movie. Or if you see yourself as a character, you remind yourself, oh, I'm a character, but I am not this. I am not that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really the most powerful thing. So in simple ways, right? right? Really, the, what you're looking for is the places where you get 
taken off track. Mm-hmm. When you get ag- aggravated and you give, then this is important ownership piece, um, is you give your emotional state over to somebody or something else or some set of circumstances. Right. So whenever those, and, and it's always easiest to see the negative ones. Yeah, right? totally. But, but just recognize also just planting the seed that, hey, by the way, um, when you let yourself get a, get carried away with pos- positive emotions as well, you're in for the same ride. Mm-hmm. Like you're just on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. But the, you know, to bring it back, like the negative ones are the easiest ones to see mm-hmm. and to grab and just recognize it. Like, oh, like I'm giving my emotional state like over to something else. And then you take a step back from there. So that's one, you know, definitely really watching for the, when that happens. Right. Watching for where you start to get spun by somebody else's conversation and they're redirecting you away from what you already know that you should be doing here. Right. 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 When you start to lose your focus or get drawn into somebody else's chaos. Right. That's another really, really big indicator that. Boom, I am not I am not free right now. Right. I I am stuck in somebody else's cycle or I'm let or more accurately as I'm allowing myself to be stuck in somebody else's mm-hmm. cycle. Bring it back, like take your control back right. to be like, no, like I'm here to do this. I'm going to focus on this. Right. That's another really big one. Yeah. So definitely emotional states like that and where where your focus and attention gets all over the place. Those are a couple like really practical places and it's like the end of the day this say journey of a thousand miles starts with the one step of today i'm going to catch myself one time oh isn't that great just once and then if you hit 10 awesome yeah but just catch yourself once twice and see where it goes because it really does that intellect kicks in all of a sudden you have a habit of discernment and you will notice and you'll just you'll reboot as you go and it's really a freeing experience yeah it's it's incredible Mm -hmm. like it you know, I can't, I wish I could say I've attained the ultimate freedom, um, but I know that I've got, you know. A few more lifetimes. Yeah, a little ways to go on that <laughs> one. God knows how long. But um, but anyway, but just as as much as I've been able to create my life has reaped benefits that I would have never, ever thought possible. Exactly. You know, and, mm. and, been a, and allowed me to have relationships that I would never have thought possible either. Yeah. So for you, you know, you just think about like what's possible in your life right. if you could be just a little bit less, a little bit more free internally. Right. Right. Yeah, the saying goes, stone walls do not a prison make nor iron bars a cage. Mm. Right. So it's saying that like, and what a great example of Nelson Mandela was imprisoned for all those years but he remained free internally totally and and actually created more freedom while he was there yeah so because he was always deciding yes so tools um that's why on this page around on these pages typically no matter where you're listening to um but go find our website sourcemovement.com forward slash success will take you to the you know to the page to get it but we have these energetic tools Mm. one the first one is cord cutting yeah. So cord cutting keeps you out of other people's stuff right. and lets you be in you. Right. So for anybody who's feeling like constantly kind of pushed and pulled or like toe in the line or feeling like you're getting stuck in everybody else's stuff, that's what cord cutting's for. Yeah. Essential. So essential. Yeah. And it'll get you out of some of your stuff too, of like when you start to go negative or, or get kind of trapped in a certain style of thinking or something like that. That's what cord cutting is for. So that's in there. And then grounding is there to keep you really in your body. Mm -hmm. So 
with this kind of work, a lot of times it becomes about getting out of your body and like getting into the ethers and like getting into this, all this higher type of stuff. And when that's not grounded in your body and grounded in action, stuff does not happen the way that it needs to happen. And it also, it's not healthy for your body because energy is not going to be circulating the same way. And then the third piece of that is breathing is in there. So the making sure that you have a nice cycle and flow of breath that's grounded in your body and keeping yeah. keeping you moving and then keeping you free and clear. Right. Because ultimately those energy tools, they seem ridiculously simple and they are, uh, but they're also ridiculously powerful. They're so if, powerful. Like, like if you use them. Gotta use you them. Know? Did Got you it. resist? Did you resist using I them? resisted. And then when I started using them, I was like, I was such a dummy for resisting. <laughs> what was your thought in resisting? It's too, it's too simple. How could it work? Uh, <laughs> But it works. I, I just have a new beautiful student. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Susan, such an amazing energetic healer, being teacher, and she's right on them all day long, every day. And she's like, "Man, these are making such a big difference." Yeah, it really, it yeah, really does. You know, soul. from the courtroom, you know, with some of our right, clients, a student, to, yeah, um, certainly with other um, coaches, mm-hmm. speakers, uh, huge with them because you're in other people's stuff, like. Right. Um, people who are in an office environment where they're, you know, around other people's energy all the time. People who do sales, you know, when you're talking to people and their right. stuff's coming or up. Or just like, think about it this way. Every time you have a thought that's taking you away from your freedom, cut the cord to that thought. Exactly. Yeah. And then you won't have that continuous thought flow. Yep. Yeah. The, the thought flow thickening. Yeah, we don't want that. So that check out good. the tools. Um, let us know where you feel you stop in creating your freedom. That's a, would love to hear from you. If there's some way, shape or form that you're getting so far in your life and then there's a trigger or that line or whatever it is, uh, let us know because that's something we can address on a future podcast. Yeah, absolutely. This is a conversation that definitely needs to continue and will mm-hmm. continue. Yes. Um, and your co- your questions can drive that. Yes. So source info at sourcemovement.net. You can send us a question. But otherwise, uh, just go out there and and create a little just a little bit more freedom for oh, yourself today breathe into it it'll feel really good everyone the real freedom not the, real the freedom. not the yeah. coffee shop beach working entrepreneur type freedom which like, is nice it's fine but yeah. it's not the real deal like it's the real so, yeah, freedom that's another podcast <laughs> the real freedom everybody real that's what we're looking for and that's that honestly that's our biggest wish for yeah, you right so let's keep the conversation going we are wishing you all of the best in uh, freedom and independence and happiness and health and prosperity and all that and have an awesome day everybody yeah much love